We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. <laughs> uh, you're Robin. You're Steph. We're almost through with this stupid show. Oh, it's so. I mean, when they when they bring Jim J. Bullock in, you know, it's time to pack him up. It's time to finish up the show because because uh, uh, you know Jim J. Bullock. Uh, you're digging okay, in the bottom was, of the barrel. <laughs> what show was he on? He was on. Um... Well, he was on Hollywood Squares for the longest time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But he was like was too, too close for comfort and married with children. Oh. He's just like this guy, you know? <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah, he's he's a lot. Mm-hmm. He's a lot to take. And so, yeah, I was very surprised to see him pop up as a judge here on uh, yeah. Teen Titans. Like, oh, yeah, I remember him. He was funny back <laughs> 30 years ago it was, it, was, it was like he's not bad you know but it's just it's it's just funny I, I'm assuming he's like special request from Ryan Murphy to be on the show oh most definitely yeah. oh just like the person in the second episode oh uh, yes Jane Lynch Jane Lynch and Ryan Murphy mm-hmm. must be good friends yeah oh, it's just funny gosh. okay let me read you this trivia oh good about Teen Tarts yes this is pre-American Idol, and it was. It was like a full year before, and and I even looked up uh, Pop Idol. Right. It was it was before Pop Idol. You know what so, this was actually a, a spoof of? I don't know if it's mentioned what? in the trivia or not. If it's mentioned there, I'll, I won't say it. But no, it's not. This is a spoof of the WB uh, show Pop Stars. This was a very oh. short-lived show. So they did it first. And it was like. They were trying to like spawn like the new like girl groups or or pop band like like Backstreet Boys or Spice Girls or something mm-hmm. like that. So basically, yeah. Mary Cherry is trying to audition to be a part of like, and then they you know it's a kind of like a like making the band. You know, they put the band together uh-huh. and then they follow them around as they're trying to get their act together or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's not mentioned. It just says Teen Tarts is basically American Idol. It says, uh, Mary Cherry's dress is Bob Mackey. Cher might have worn this one, too. Back, uh, the episode where they go bowling and they're all, uh, the Glamazons have on formal wear to go bowling. Right. Uh, Mary Cherry was wearing a, uh, a dress that Cher had worn. Like, they were all wearing dresses that had, that were famous, that famous people had wore before. I guess they borrowed them from... You know, somebody's prop closet. Yeah. Somebody's costume closet. Because, you know, there's not a lot of money. They, uh, especially in season two, they had the budget cut. Yeah. Um, says Mario Lopez and his wife are both on this show. Because remember, Allie Landry was early on in season one. She was a waitress that was dating um, Chad Lowe. Oh, yeah. She, like, popped in for, like, a quick second. I thought that was going to be more of a thing, but I guess not. Uh-huh. This was the same year as the second season of Survivor. It's crazy that it's still on. I don't know if that's Jen's... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm assuming that's Jen's notes. 
what's the word? Uh, An- damn annotations. It. <laughs> uh, I just call them notes. Trivia. Boy, this is really entertaining her- stuff. Shit, I'm sorry, my brain is fried. Okay, uh, I, I did want to mention, yeah, that that's. Uh, I mean, it's very obvious that it's. Uh, um, this is new Survivor. Survivor's new, and it's on everybody's mind. It's part of the collective pop culture conscience or something. Wait, like, why? Know? Just because it's second season, it's huge. You know? But what in the show was? Oh, like, there's lots of like you've. Oh, I've been voted out of the family, or you know. The tribe has spoken. Oh. There's, there's, a, there's been a few like survivor catchphrases thrown in. Oh, see, it might be that that is so ubiquitous. Is that the word? <laughs> that I didn't even notice it. Uh-huh. Like it's just so commonplace. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. To hear, you know, tribal council and you've been voted out. Like it's so, like even now, even what it, what season? They're on like season twenty five. No, it's like 30-something, because it's two a year, oh. so it adds up when you've been going for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I just think about so great. <laughs> back like around 2000, 2001, when Morgan was like a very small child, like a toddler, like South Park, Survivor. I mean, that was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember uh, watching uh, uh, Janet Jackson's Nipple Slip, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. Oh, the celebrating after Josh wins the game is not acting. The actresses were just goofing off. Leslie, blah. Leslie Bibb says she can tell this by Carly. <laughs> Sadie, hush. <laughs> Carly, Carly Pope's reaction to all them jumping. Huh. Sadie, hush. <laughs> hush. You hear it every day. Like, this is not a surprise. This is common everyday behavior, and you still bark like there's somebody coming to kill us. <laughs> this is the no editing podcast, by the way, folks. So I hope you're enjoying this entire well crafted intro. Enjoying being chastising my dog. <laughs> All right. So we're watching the brain game, and I know what you did last spring break. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's like the rest. That's all our trivia, right? We don't have any more trivia. Not really. There's a little bit oh, okay. for the finale, like um, the plans for if there had been a season three, oh, what would have happened? Oh, looking forward to that. Okay, I didn't read any yeah. of that stuff. So, um, so uh, um, Mary Mary Cherry is for some reason competing in this singing show, and she doesn't even sing; she just lip syncs to "Rock Me Amadeus," which is hilarious because, like, she doesn't do the part where it's like "Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus." You know, she does the whole like intro where Beginning. they're reading the trivia all about Wolf King Amadeus Mozart, <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. <sighs> and because uh, it's her dream to become famous. Yes, a classic Mary Cherry intro. She's like, I'm going to be famous if it's the last thing I do. And then she just kind of smugs for the camera. (laughs) Uh, So So then she decides to be on a quiz show. Yes. That, like, only a few people watch. Right. (laughs) Shush. (laughs) She wants to co-host. Um, She's podcasted puppy. <laughs> podcasted puppy. So yeah, I guess the big head challenge uh, gets you out of 
school early or something, and also you get to be on TV. So, and so Cherry Cherry went to apply at a country club, and did you see what she was wearing to apply for the country club? She was wearing a country western outfit. Oh no, I didn't put that together. <laughs> so that's oh man, I just assumed that was her normal attire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so they made her feel dumb because they brought up that she only made a 50 on the SATs. Yep. And, and those judges uh, are the same judges as the Teen Tarts judges. Yeah, and then they come back for the... For the... Big Head Challenge. Big Head Challenge, <laughs> which is kind of stupid. But, like, who was the lady? And who was the other guy? Like, uh, Did I write that down? I thought I wrote something down, but maybe not. No, I think I just mentioned... I just wrote down about Jim J. Bullock. But, yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, uh... <laughs> um, so, uh, Car mentions that she wants to take some Thothalethans. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Why are you making fun of Carmen's... <laughs> Carmen's list? She sounds like she's got a big piece of gum in her mouth during that scene. I'm sorry. I'm like, wow, girl. Uh... But, yeah, she's all into the salsa. So, Jim J. Bullock was a judge. Allison Reed was stern woman judge. <laughs> and Rick Fitz was serious male judge. Okay. So, the female judge, Allison Reed, uh, don't know where we know her from. She was in High School Musical. I think that's... Oh, yes, that's what I want. Yeah, the, uh, the male judge that's not Jim J. Bullock is... Pretty much like just a character actor, but um, the uh, uh, female judge, she was uh, like the drama teacher in High School Musical. She was the one that got the gang together to start the musical. She like Miss Darby or something like that. I watched all of them with my kid, so. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, the other guy's not really in anything. Or, oh, he's been in a lot of. He has like 120 yeah, like credits. I, nothing but, that's like, oh, he's that guy in that, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, um, so let's talk about what. So, you did you take the SATs? <laughs> yes. So, how did you score? And and whatever numbers you tell me, I'll have no idea what that means. I can't remember honestly. I think. I think it was like, I think I got like a medium, a medium score. Like it wasn't like, wow, that's outstanding. And it wasn't like, that's terrible. It was kind of like an average score. I think it might've been like 950 to 1000, something like that. Uh huh. So, uh, if you went to, if you went to college, would you have gotten a scholarship? Oh no, I I went to college. I I didn't get a scholarship though. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, oh, golly, I just lost my train of thought. So, um, okay. Oh, I know what I was going to say. See, when when I was in high school, they were just starting to really prepare students for college. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I wasn't planning on going to university. Mm-hmm. I knew my parents weren't going to pay for that shit. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I was going to community college. Uh like they just started having um uh pre AP AP classes. I think we had AP English and that was it. Mm-hmm. And we just 
you know, the the very few really smart kids were the only ones who were actually going to college, college. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of people may have went to community college. And just like now, it, most everybody goes to community college and then transfers to a university if they don't fizzle out before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know I was in at least AP English. I might have been in AP history too. I definitely was terrible at science and math though. Really? And it's funny. Uh, they, uh, Josh started talking about those analogies and, or was it analogies? Anyway, those were a big thing for the SAT test. And I remember as a teenager, I was like Josh trying to figure it out. It's like, what? This compares to this, like this compares to this, you know, and it was like a new thing for me. <laughs> yeah, see, the ACT was, is not like that at all. It's just, um, it starts out with easy questions and gets progressively harder. And so the hardest, an- the hardest questions you answer that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with math, like there's English, math and science. And so you're taking math, the math section, and it gets the, the questions get harder and harder. So if you have no problem with it, then you score really high, and you probably had like calculus in high school. But if you, uh, you know, you just score up to what maths that you've had. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's no like logic questions, or there wasn't 25 years ago when I took it. But like with Morgan, oh. God, you know, Morgan is just a terrible test taker. And that's the thing. When somebody says that their kid scored really high on the ACT, I'm like, congratulations, your kid is a good test taker. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, now kids, basically in school, what I, what it seems like, it seems like kids get on a track. Like they'll have a, like they kind of know what they're headed for. You know, if you're going to college and you know if you're going to take those uh, AP classes or the or the dual enrollment. Dual enrollment's much better than the AP, but or if you know if you're going to just get like a diploma. Mm-hmm. So it's it's much different now. Now high school, you know, now a high school education doesn't get you jack crap. <laughs> so everybody has to go to college. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a scholarship, but I did get a, uh, a memorial award for uh, uh, theater. So mm. I got high recognition for that. And that went on all my um, transcripts for a while. <laughs> and even went mm-hmm. on my uh, uh, job resume. Your job on. resume, yeah. <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, why did I put that on there? Like. <laughs> It was just anything. Yeah. Maybe so, you know. Maybe some People employer like would, yeah. I'd be like, I have two thousand Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> so there, put that on my resume. Um, all right. So, oh, Josh is a terrible student. <laughs> Suddenly, Josh is dumb. Yeah, Josh is dumb again. Yep, especially when it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, listen. I don't have a problem with the SATs. The only problem I have is I don't know the answers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so everybody's getting their own reasons for joining the Big Head Challenge. Brooke and Sam want to decide that, well, we're going to be studying. We'll have time to study, more time to study, if we 
do this challenge because we'll get out of school earlier. So we're, we're studying for the SATs and studying for the Big Head Challenge at the same time. It's the same stuff. Even though mm-hmm. I don't know if um, poultry is a big SAT thing or <laughs> <laughs> what else? Yeah, okay. Josh is a, uh, a chicken savant. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we got to... And then a familiar face! Yes. <laughs> Tom Link. Tom Link. And yeah, I looked this up in the IMDb. This is right before he st- started Buffy season six. This is like the spring before that that season started. So. so I wonder if you get like a contract with the WB. Yeah, they're in our they're in our, they're in our their ho- our house of actors. Tom Link is. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I thought it was going to be suddenly a thing where it's like he's got to hold the chicken wing to be smart. Like, I thought it was going to be like a Dumbo's feather kind of thing, but it just turned out that he was just <laughs> smart about chicken. <laughs> Why is Corman taking salsa lessons? Um, you got me. I don't know. They needed something for Carmen to do in this episode, and yeah. <laughs> uh, they wanted her to have a, a romantic interlude with Mario Lopez. <laughs> Who also had a contract, maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> this is also uh, after uh, Saved by the Bell. So he's playing a high schooler after he's already done, like, Saved by the Bell college years, like, years ago. <laughs> this is funny. Well, that's was, was like, did you say the lady, the lady, the woman at the beginning that sang, what did she sing? Did she sing a, a, a Whitney Houston song or something yes. for the Teen Tarts? I'm everyone. She looked like she was. Oh, is that what it was? She looked like she was 40 years old. <laughs> and they were like, yes, you're Teen Tarts material. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, and look at Nicole. Nicole does not look like a teenager. No. Mary Cherry definitely doesn't look like a no. teenager. No. So Lily is now the worst. Sam has taken... Sam's <laughs> not the worst anymore. Lily is the worst. Okay. So she's on her high horse about studying, badgering everybody about studying. Just yeah, and she, well, she's got this thing where it's like she doesn't feel like she's connecting with Josh, and she's afraid to admit it. And it, she's got some sort of like disrespect for him because he's not a smart guy, and feels like it's getting to her. So she is feels like she'd be embarrassed to sit in a, a crowd and support him. Yeah, I can see why you're you're going in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she yeah she watched him on television mm-hmm. in Sam and Brooks in the McPherson uh, McQueen kitchen. Right. Oh, I love how uh, one of the categories is Brooke McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I thought that was really cute. Yeah. And like half the time they didn't even, uh, you didn't see the question, but the answers were like glamazons. Uh, oh, one of the questions was who she uh, lost her virginity to. Uh, Josh, what is Josh's last name? Ford. Josh Ford. Yeah. <laughs> eating disorder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, eating disorder. Like you don't even know what the question was. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. Oh, they played okay. On the Big Head show, they played against the Bush uh, Private School for Special Needs Children. 
<laughs> right. And I thought, oh man, they're gonna they're going to a, a new low here, and they're gonna bring out a bunch of special needs kids, and then they're gonna have the the popular kids like uh, win against them. Uh, but it ended up being the uh, Teen Tarts judges and one like paraplegic guy. <laughs> Uh, who was supposed to be Stephen Hawking, yeah. or a Stephen Hawking-like character? Uh-huh. Yeah, but but they're Kennedy High, so they had to the. So um, I don't know. I just felt like they were making fun of George W. Bush. Oh right, yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> um, oh boy, uh, yeah, we're we'll get into. All right, uh, <laughs> I got some stuff to say, um, but not until the next episode. Um, yeah, Josh goes against this paraplegic who has to actually type out the word buzz to buzz in on his little pad. <laughs> so it's completely unfair. Uh, and there's this her, uh, crazy suspenseful moment where Harrison or Josh gets the category of poultry and he doesn't realize that poultry is chicken. And so Harrison's oh, yeah. running out in slow motion screaming it. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Is that it? I mean, there's some fun Cherry Cherry versus Mary Cherry stuff where Mary uh, Cherry Cherry had to like compete against Josh to uh, win her place on the team, and then she couldn't. And then so that's how the other team comes about. And uh, mm-hmm. I like how she she tells she says that she's proud of Mary Cherry for doing like a. Dastardly thing Like Cut her out of there And then she says Some, But you're grounded for life And you're cut out of the will And then Mary Cherry's like She played no. a game with me Oh yeah 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 <laughs> And then Cherry Cherry Wants to answer every question With bran flakes Yeah that's right <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah there's this whole thing Where Carm is jealous Of the girls that are dancing With Mario Lopez Or the girl Uh huh he can't, oh, he can't speak English. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, he comes to the school and asks her out for coffee. And we'll never see him again. So that no. led to a lot. We just had to keep yeah. Carm busy. <laughs> yeah. We're the cameo guy. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about I Know What You Did Last Spring Break, which is a mix between I Know What You Did Last Summer, Scream, and what else? Blair mm-hmm. Witch? <laughs> I have no idea. It was three things. Oh, of course. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> so, he's the person that keeps calling us keeps saying, hello, Clarice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay. What I liked Jane Lynch's delivery of the line, I'm ordering a lockdown of the entire school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. For some hey- reason... Uh, Miss Glass is all preoccupied and worried about what the students did on their spring break, and she has them write down what they did. And Harrison said he went to Yemen and made it. Oh, oh, she said, write down in your essays where you went and how many people you made out with. So Harrison writes down Yemen, Yemen. Yeah, I can't even say it. Yemen. Yemen. Yemen, 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 and made out with one person. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I don't know if it was implied that it was more than making out, like it was straight up sex or what. But 
Um, yeah, Harrison. Was, I think I think in the end it turned out to be because didn't anyway. Well, we'll, we'll get to the yeah, end of it later. Yeah. But yeah, go go ahead. Harrison's the worst. I, I just want to like yeah. start off our conversation about all this by saying Harrison's the worst, and then we'll go through all the different things. But um, I mean, like Sam is at the beginning of the episode is trying desperately to get him to talk. Like I've had enough. We're friends. You need to talk to me, and he's just still like. F you, I don't want to talk to you because she's dating George. <laughs> and then, like, suddenly when they're thrown into quarantine, he he finds out that uh, George and her might be no more. And he's all of a sudden concerned. Like, fuck you, Harrison. <laughs> like, like I'm, I don't see that as being a friend. I see that as, like, ooh, opportunity. Yeah. <sighs> Um, but before we get into all that, we have the the all the other kids like are worried about the fever. Harrison got a nosebleed, which is he is he gonna die soon? Because I'm rooting for it at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, but he said it was dry or something like that, and that's why his nose bled. I don't know. There's no there are no like uh, non worrisome nosebleeds in television. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was a lot of blood. That was some bright, frank, mm-hmm. dripping blood. So the other kids are getting worried about the fever, and a scary voice calls Mary Cherry on the phone and says, "I know what you did last spring break." And there's a lot of Mary Cherry screaming on the phone, and everybody in bio glasses uh, class is uh, just not paying any attention because I guess <laughs> this is just Mary Cherry, and they're used That's to it. That's just what she does. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there is actually the ma- the murderer is masked and this awful ugly mask and is behind her in the class and no one cares as he chases her out of the room. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> chases her through the halls and then like gets her next to like one of those gates that gate off like a hallway and they do this like little dance fight <laughs> and then she runs away and then slips on a banana peel. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Keep going. I have nothing to say. I have no comments. I'm and then she going. just kind of like kicks away at him and is like, uh-huh. you know, and she's looking like, oh, please don't. Oh, please. And then like, like she's, it's exciting her at the same. And then she finally gets up and runs around the corner into, uh, uh, Jane Lynch. Uh, the character's name is Dr. Joni Salk. <laughs> well, at this point, the character's name is Dr. Joni Salk. Instead of Jonas Salk, polio. Who is that? Polio. Who? Polio vaccine guy. Oh, uh, hey. oh, oh! You, did you know that? Yeah. Oh. So nine fifty SATs, one thousand or something. <laughs> yeah. What's poultry again? Um, no. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So here is the craziest shit ever. <laughs> okay. So we go. We we're like, what happened on this? Vacation. What happened in the spring break? And Lily recounts that they went to the airport to go to Cancun, and and they were going to fly Plummet Airlines. Plummet Airlines. And then they go, "What are the odds?" They they consult some sort of program and say, "What are the odds of a plane crash happening?" And it was like a one in one. And they said, "Pretty likely." And I don't know if you heard this, but over the intercom in the airport were the words, "Osama bin Laden, please be on standby." As a kind of joke, like, yeah, you don't what? want to jump on this 
yeah, seriously, you don't want to get on this plane because you never know some sort of terrorist activity happened. Because you know what? This episode aired, aired May 4th, 2001. Whoa. Right? Bin Laden, I looked this up. I was like, what the fuck was his name doing in the, like, what? Like, if it was after um, September 11th, 2001, like, like, oh, this is kind of a sick joke, you know? But it's before then. So I'm like, what the fuck? And, and I looked it up and I said, and I guess around this time, he was on the, like, most wanted list because of some um, embassy bombings that he was a part of in 1998. So I think it was kind of like a joke, like, oh, terrorists could could uh, crash your plane. <laughs> Little did they know, uh, four months later. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? And this is not the only thing. Like, I don't know if you remember this bit of trivia, but the lone gunman pilot um, aired uh, March 1st of that year, just a couple months before this episode aired. And the, the plot mm-hmm. of the episode was stopping terrorists from crashing planes into the World Trade Center. Like, that was the plot of the episode. The, like, the climactic oh moment of the episode is, like, um, Frohickey, Langley, and Byers, like, trying to pull a plane up uh, as it's careening towards the World Trade Center. And that's, again, like, how many months before it actually happened? So I just, like, my face went pale <laughs> when I heard... Osama bin Laden, please be on standby. Like, as a joke on this show. So, yeah, that was like, what? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. And I, I I looked around the internet to see if anybody else had kind of like, you know, because the lone gunman thing is, I mean, I think it's under a Wikipedia page that, you know, how crazy is that, that just a few months before on their pilot, they had like a thing, but. Yeah, Osama bin Laden literally gets his name checked on popular like four months before 9 11. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. <laughs> wow. So, um, so they decide to blow off the trip and then split up and do whatever they want. And uh, April figures it out. And is there anything else about April? Oh, yeah, she's kind of like a part of the suspect lineup. Like, one of her things is like. The reason why she might be the killer is because nobody remembers her name. And um, I just wanted to mention, this is the last episode with April Tuna in it. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, April Tuna. Oh, you were, you were a, something. Oh, amazing character. Something. <laughs> um, and speaking of another uh, thing, like there's this monster rooster movie that Mary Cherry is a part of that Godfrey's directing. Um, and, uh, it's actually Godfrey's last episode as well. Goodbye, Godfrey. Uh, we don't care. We don't care about you. He's less of a, like a annoyance. He's, he's just like a, you know, a funny person that kind of pops up. Um, but I, I also, while mentioning people that are gone forever, um, no more Calvin Krupps. Like he's... Oh, he wasn't in it. Yeah, it was like last week was his last episode. Oh. Um, However, the actor Robert Gant um, uh, plays uh, Zorel on the Supergirl show. I looked up his IMDb creds. And uh, our next show that we'll be talking about for our special episode, 13 Reasons Why, he's actually on that show. Who? (laughs) Robert Gant, the guy who plays Calvin Krupps. Really? Yeah. He plays uh, Courtney's dad. 
uh, he's not like a huge part, but I'll, when when he pops up, you're like, what is that? And I looked it up. It's like, that is. <laughs> it's Calvin Krupps. So anyway. He's Sam's dad. Courtney. There's a character named Courtney. You haven't met her yet, I don't think. Oh, maybe you have. Uh. She's an Asian girl. She kind of pops up for a moment in like episode one. Um, but like she's got more of a part the further you get along. So you'll see. Anyway. <laughs> We'll be talking about this, folks, hopefully. Uh, special episode of We Don't Want to Wait. So make sure to be binging 13 Reasons Why if you're even listening. I, you know, there's three people I think at this point are listening, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, meanwhile, Harrison's being an a hole and saying he went to, a- he went to, ye- he went to Yemen uh, to uh, forget about <laughs> Sam. And he like did some sort of Peace Corps thing and met a British girl, and he's like jealous. And which I wrote, and she's like, S- "No." <laughs> I wrote STFU. You know what that stands for? And then he's like, "I wouldn't sleep with her because it wasn't you, Sam." <laughs> and just like knowing what we find out at the end of this episode, and knowing that he's doing this to Sam, like makes me hate him so much. Hmm. Because, like, yeah, like, okay, spoiler, he slept with Brooke. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at this point in the episode, he's like, oh, I went to Yemen and I, I had the chance. Uh, are you jealous? And then he's like, but I didn't. I'm such an honorable guy. I couldn't couldn't get you out of my head. And it's just like. And so ugh. is he saying that if Sam wanted him, he would just drop Brooke? Uh, well, he's not mentioning Brooke at this point. Is mentioning this piece mm-hmm. for a British girl, which yeah. he never even that never happened. Ugh. Anyway, so uh, so can we talk about the George and his grandmother part? Yeah, sure, please. Why? Okay, so Sam, they, we had a little flashback. The, okay, so they quarantined. They quarantined the whole school for some reason, but they took <laughs> Harrison and handcuffed him and. Sam because they were talking together at the lockers right. and put them in the in the uh, like the nurses, nurses room office, yeah. locked them up and so she's telling him yeah uh, I don't know about me and George because I went to his house to eat dinner and we had a good time and everybody was nice but he he must be ashamed of me because he wouldn't tell his family that we were dating Right, and there's this whole awkward dinner where, they, like, she figures out that the grandma doesn't thinks that Sam's just George's friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's just because because George has a cousin or something that dated a white girl, and, she, and the grandmother didn't like her. Right. <laughs> so I wrote Harrison offers his shoulder, and then the rest in caps. Now that she's single, fuck right off, and he kisses her. Fuck you, and George shows up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my notes. <laughs> yeah, George just George like witnesses them kiss. He was trying to break Sam out. Yeah, and he told but his that, grandma, it, and mm-hmm. it kind of goes along with what happened in the previous episode when the girls at the uh, at the mall at the store in the mall gave him a hard time right. for for dating a white guy. I hate that. I hate that so much. Mm-hmm. You know why is that a thing? What? I date who you want to like. The heart wants what the heart wants. Right. Like, why you gotta? Oh, it just you know like. They're dumb. Even when, 
even when you uh, this oh I was I used to listen to this podcast and it would make me so mad because <laughs> like I agreed with everything they said but then uh, the guy was like if you're really liberal minded then 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 if you're white you should you should marry a black person like what okay. that's that's insane <laughs> like what are you talking you don't, about you don't structure your life out of making a political statement out of it you do it yeah whatever you feel. Whatever feels right to you. Whoever you're attracted to, yeah. you're attracted to. Uh, so, that, mm-hmm. can I carry us through the rest of this here? Yes, please do, because I don't even have any notes. I don't even know. So, uh, so Sam, we said, find out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Sam, no, you Sam, know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, just have I don't notes. know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, so Sam has like a conscience about this whole thing, and um, uh, Harris, like after George leaves, like Harrison's like, you know, listen, you know, you have a choice to make, and I'm special, you know. I've been, I know you better. You should, you should, uh, you should be with me because I know you better. And uh, and Sam's like, no, no, and uh, and then he like has this temper tantrum where he breaks the window of the door. And he's like, I am no longer available for you to toy with and torment. In which I wrote, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> because she's not tormenting him. Like, he's always, like, acting like she is... He's, like, he's the victim. He's and not. She's, yeah. He's an asshole. <laughs> I guess that's just, uh... Uh, and I, uh, yeah, and, like... You know, fast forwarding to the end of the episode where Sam's like sitting there kind of brokenhearted and um, she tells Harrison, she's like, you know what? Now I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> and uh, um, uh, Harrison is in tears at the end of the episode. And I, and I wrote, uh, let me quote this. It's all in capital letters. Ha 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 is either me or like the Joker was taking notes for me <laughs> because f you Harrison just oh. I hope they redeem this character by the finale but I don't know he's gone so far maybe he'll get amnesia I, I still think he's cute <laughs> I mean sure I guess <laughs> but. Uh, what else happens? So, uh, they, they find out that Jane Lynch was the killer. Yeah. The killer who didn't kill anybody. No. <laughs> uh, she was impersonating the CDC doctor because Mary Cherry ruined her. She had a, <laughs> a trip planned to Sandals. Yeah. If she, because she's a, a travel agent. And when Mary Cherry uh, canceled the flight, it bumped her out of her free trip to Sandals. So she followed everybody mm-hmm. and uh, came to the school to kill them. As you do. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the san- the sun came up and the canary, they thought the canary died, but it, it woke up. <laughs> So nobody's sick. Mm-hmm. Nobody went to Yemen. Nobody's sick. No. Oh, and uh, 
See you later to uh, Nick Stable, who played Jamie Roth, who apparently decided to turn into a complete a hole off screen and sleep with some other guy, some other girl, and break Brooke's heart, and that's what makes Brooke end up in the hotel with uh, Harrison. So no more oh, Jamie. Okay. Who like <laughs> like after all that we went through with the whole family crisis with uh, Brooke's dad and whatever, and him getting invited to dinner, like now it's. Now that's just completely undone because we need to use Brooke to make Sam jealous again. Uh, mm-hmm. So done. Two more episodes, right? That's it. Two more episodes. Yeah, you're going to spring another season on me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out what would have been. Oh, so mad what at the show. I, 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 I enjoy watching it. It is. It's. It's cute. There's stuff it's, I like, but. It's different. Yeah. There's nothing else like it ever has ever been. Well, I've been mainlining 13 Reasons Why to get ready for our bonus episode. And I'm just like, this, this, this is what I want. <laughs> I want, yeah, n- you know, normal acting teens, but with like some, you know, crazy shit that happens, you know, but not like ridiculous nonsense <laughs> Normal acting teens who act like the world is coming to an end yeah. because they have some drama in their life. Yes, minute, minute. <laughs> like, and of course, you know the writers all make them talk like adults, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, nothing disgusting, nothing in poor taste or uh, gross. I mean, there's a whole thing where like Nicole is like shows up to Josh and Lily's dinner and is like. All right, I want Josh to kiss me for some reason. And I won't blab that. Oh, yeah, they're like at the school with alcohol, so she's going to rat them out. But she won't if uh, Josh kisses her in front of Lily. And then, um, and Lily's like, go for it, Josh. Just get it, get it out of the way. And Josh says, I'd rather pull hair from the shower drain. So we literally get to see Josh and Lily pulling <laughs> disgusting hair from a shower drain. <laughs> And then Brooke and Nicole put on lingerie and they pose <laughs> because that's to attract the killer because that's how it happens in horror movies. And then Brooke like, I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm leaving. Immediately. Immediately. And then, <laughs> but she looked really good posing in her lingerie. Yeah. And then Nicole is posing and then everybody's like, ah, what were we thinking? This won't work. They are only attracted by virgins, <laughs> not sluts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Lily and Josh try attracting it by making out doing the whole Friday the 13th thing, and April's the one that shows up, but she just wants to return some sort of rubber knife. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're done, right? (laughs) We're done. So next week, next week, next week. P U L A R. Oh. Uh, next week. Next week's a long The last title. two episodes. Uh, Don't tug on Superman's cape. But it's more than that. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not like in IMDb, but it's it goes on. Yeah. The complete title on the DVD is You Don't Tug on Superman's Cape, You Don't Spit into the Wind, You Don't Pull the Mask Off the Old Lone Ranger, and You Don't Mess Around with Big Bertha Muffin. Which I think might be a quote from a song or something. You don't know that song? No. What is it? You don't tug on Superman. Oh my gosh, Robin. 
You don't spit. It's Jim Croce. Okay. You Sounds don't pull like a, the mask off the O-Long Ranger in. You don't mess around with Jim. Oh, maybe that's, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> Wow! It sounds like a Jim Croce song, but like because I know bad Leroy Brown, but that's it. Is that the same song? Isn't it? (laughs) See, you don't know anything either. (laughs) That's not the same song, is it? Those are two different songs. (laughs) Oh my gosh! And then the finale is problems. Problems. Uh, how quick can I get this behind me? <laughs> uh, so psyched. I'm so psyched to talk about 13 Reasons Why. I'm so psyched to get get into my so-called life. Yeah. Never, you, you said you've seen this before? Yeah. Have you seen that show before? Mm-hmm. You looking forward to rewatching it? Yes. Okay. All right. As long as you're looking forward to rewatching it, then. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Big Jim's got his hat. Find out where it's at, and if and it's not hustling people strange to you, even if you don't got a two piece custom made pool cue. A fellow pool player named Willie Slim McCoy comes from South Alabama to the pool hall to get his money back from Jim after being hustled out of it the previous week. When Jim comes in, McCoy ambushes and kills him, stabbing him in about a hundred pieces to the point where there's only the only part that wasn't bloody was the soles of his feet and shooting him a couple more. It's implied that McCoy now has his money back as well as the respect of formerly granted to Jim and the regulars at the pool hall have changed their advice to strangers. Don't mess around with Slim. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 